You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Burnett. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Maggie. How's it going this morning? It is going great. I am ready to talk about session two. How about you? Yes, I'm so ready. Let's jump in. Let's Let's jump in. All right. So as I just said, on this episode, we are discussing unit 28 session two, Jesus appeared to Thomas, and this is found in John 20. After Jesus rose from the dead, he appeared to over 500 people throughout 40 days. Last week, we learned how Jesus suddenly appeared to 10 of his disciples in a room in Jerusalem, but Thomas wasn't there. This week, kids will learn how Jesus appeared to Thomas and how we can believe in Jesus, even though we have not yet seen him. I love this story. So I'm especially excited to talk about this one. All right, Suzanne, why don't you start us off with our preschool activities that might need a little extra love or a little extra attention this week? Yes. So this week in older preschool, there's an activity called paint and fold. And so in this activity, you're going to want to make sure that preschoolers only paint dots on one side of the folded paper, because what they're going to do is they're going to fold that paper together. And then when they reopen it, they'll have a complete picture and it's because it's going to be on both sides. Okay. So another tip here is you're going to want to warn your preschoolers that they will be folding that wet painting and opening back up to reveal a new picture because some preschoolers might get upset if they don't know this beforehand and their picture will get ruined. Okay. So is such a good tip, Suzanne. (laughs) Again, been there. Yeah. Not good. (laughs) So when I was a children's minister, I had this activity where the kids like wrote on masks, like paper masks, and then they were supposed to cut them. But like part of the activity was like a dramatic revealing that they were going to cut them in half and it didn't go over well. We'll just say that all the time, all the thought it is my beautiful, it felt like a great idea, but (laughs) yes. So both preschoolers and elementary kids like to be warned of what is coming. Yes. So warn those babies that their picture is going to, it's going to be beautiful when they open it, but just it's a fun activity. A, it yeah. is. It really is. And they'll enjoy it, but just give them mm-hmm. a heads up, especially your, your little planners. <laughs> and then for preschool worship, there is an activity called poke holes in a plate. And so for this activity, kids will be using a golf tee and they'll be poking it into a foam plate. So a tip here is to write the letter J on the inside of the plate, not on the other side, not on the bottom side of the plate. That way it's easier for preschoolers to poke the golf tee through the plate and make sure that J is very large. So they have an easier time poking the holes into the plate. That is a great idea. So for our older kids, there is an activity called, what is it? And the first tip is to make sure that you use an allergy alert because this activity includes foods like cooked spaghetti and apricots, and the kids will be touching the foods as part of the activity, but you could also use other foods. So anything that might have an interesting texture or might be a little bit weird to touch. So things like mango or cooked oatmeal and If you don't want to use food, I'm sure that there's lots of other, you know, non-food items you could use. I'm trying to think of some off the top of my head, like 
marbles might be interesting. Yeah. Um, or maybe like cut Chanel stems. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Or like those water beads that you soak in the oh, water yeah. and they, they mm-hmm. expand. So lots of different options, just something that's going to sort of catch them off guard when they're touching it and they won't quite know what it is until it's revealed. And then for kids worship, there's an activity called I Doubt It. And when you're doing this activity, you might consider having a volunteer or an older kid go first in the game. Or if you have a group entirely of younger kids, might you might brainstorm some statements that the kids could say during the activity to make it go a little bit easier to just sort of get their brains thinking about it um, and give them some examples. And then also in kids worship, there is a really fun group demo that involves poking a pencil through a Ziploc bag full of water. And I have done this multiple times and it does work, but the key is making sure that your pencil is really, really sharp so that it goes through both sides of the bag easily, because Mm -hmm. that is what's going to keep it from leaking water all over the place. That's important. It is important. And if you are concerned about your ability to poke a pencil through a Ziploc bag, you may consider doing the demo over a large bowl, just on the off chance that a little bit of water leaks out, but it's a great demo and it really helps teach the lesson to kids. All right. So what are we excited about for this session? Well, last week we saw that the disciples experienced fear and we then saw how Jesus responded. This week, we get to see how he responds to Thomas's doubt. And again, we see that Jesus responded with kindness. This story also speaks directly to us, which I really love. It speaks to those who believe in Jesus without seeing, and it says that we are blessed. You know, kids are concrete thinkers, and so I think it can be tough sometimes for them to process a situation that they haven't directly seen. But this story helps us acknowledge that difficulty and remember that Jesus knew that faith without seeing wasn't necessarily an easy ask of future believers and that he knew what he was asking of us, but that we will be blessed. Yeah, Maggie. And when I was reading this story, I was trying to read it through a lens of a preschooler and what they would be thinking and how they would be taking in this information. And I just kept going back to how toddlers, preschoolers, younger kindergarten, I think of the trusting nature that they have and that they are visual and they are concrete thinkers, but they also have that ability to trust and believe and not question. And I just think that's so beautiful. And it challenges my ability to be able to trust and challenges me and my faith to trust God in times of doubt. Um, But I also think in the story, we can see that it's okay to have doubt and it's okay to have questions, but it's what we do with those doubts and what we do with those questions. And even though Thomas had doubt, he didn't stop pursuing Jesus. Even though the disciples said, Hey, we, we saw him and Thomas, you know, he didn't, he didn't stop there. He continued to spend time with the disciples and be with them. And then we see Jesus meeting him in the middle of that doubt. And again, like you said, Maggie, showing him that kindness and compassion. And I'm so thankful for the compassion and gentleness of Jesus on the days that I have the same doubt and fear. Such a great reminder. Yeah. I just love that God saw that it was important to give us an example of what it looks like to doubt. And then what do we do with that? Like you were saying, that's That's great. 
Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.